it's time for Golf DMV, the podcast highlighting golf in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. Low handicap, high handicap, or somewhere in between. If you love golf, you're in the right place. PGA, LPGA, industry trends, Golf DMV has it covered. And now, here is Claude Jennings. It's another edition of the fastest growing golf podcast coming out of Washington, D.C., ladies and gentlemen. It's Golf DMV. We're still growing? We're, gro- we're growing at such an amazing rate that we're getting shirts sent to us. Now, oh, we yeah. paid for the shirts and ordered the shirts, <laughs> but we're still getting shirts sent to us. And you, too, ladies and gentlemen, can get a Golf DMV polo shirt for your golf enjoyment. Yes. And even if you're not playing around the golf, you can wear it wherever you want to. For a small fee, of course. Exactly. Mm-hmm. But we'll have a little more on that later. Uh, but I think everybody will like the shirts. Uh, LB's in studio. Sherm's on location in, uh, in the Outer Bank. Sherm, what's up, man? Hey, man. What's going on, guys? I don't know. I'm you on lo- me. You're on vacation. <laughs> I'm loving it, man. I don't really want to come back. And I think uh, I found my permanent golf home. And, yeah, and we'll have more on that later. Sherm doesn't want to come back because apparently he found out how to play golf in North Carolina. Oh, all of a sudden. Mm-hmm. All of a sudden in North Carolina. <laughs> well, we'll talk about that a little bit later. Look, coming up in the show, Tigers Tournament is coming up this week. And so based on the article that we saw in, um, gosh, Golf Digest, there's some crazy things that these pros hear and go through on the course. We're going to give you our rules for golf etiquette when watching the pros. Please don't violate these rules. Yeah. We don't want to have to ban anyone. We don't have to hit a Justin Thomas and getting people kicked out of the tournament for bad behavior. But, uh, yeah, so we'll talk about that. Uh, I've got some thoughts on Falls Road. Finally got a chance to get out there and play with LB and with Brant and a gentleman, uh, God, Mike, what's his yeah, name, Mike, Mike Agee yeah. uh, from Texas, who's a friend of a colleague of mine. He came in town to visit the guy or his family was on vacation or something like that. Anyway, we, I, I, we played with him at Falls Road, and so we'll have more on that. Also, Vern checked in. Seth Mason checked in with some course reviews. Vern uh, reviewed uh, Waverly Woods and um, Timbers of Tim Troy, Troy, where we yep. played for Father's Day weekend. Mm-hmm. And, um, gosh, Seth reviewed, I can't remember the name, Bay something um, in Arnold, Maryland. Yeah, Bay, I forgot already. Yeah, Bay, Bay something. View, Bay, Bay View, something. Bay Hill, Bay yeah. something. Bay something, of course. But Seth will give us the correct <laughs> terminology <laughs> on that. And also a, cha- a Travelers Championship check-in from the mm-hmm. PGA. Uh, man, Bubba Watson, what a round on Sunday. Yeah, but. But your boy imploded. Paul Casey. Paul Casey. Choke job of the year. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we'll talk about that a little bit later. But let's welcome back Sherm. Sherm, so you have a course review. You played down there at the Outer Banks. I do. And I would like to correct you. I do know how to play golf. <laughs> I just couldn't play golf until today. <laughs> and so where did you play? So I played uh, Seascape Golf Link. So Outer Banks, uh, I know there's a you know, a ton of people that, that travel from the DMV, um, as well as, I mean, all over the country to come to the Outer Banks, as a matter of fact, upper northeast quadrant, mid-east to upper northeast quadrant of the country. So and listen, many of our listeners are probably familiar with that. Right. And if you're in the DMV, the Outer Banks is literally about five hours away. Yeah, it's just south of, uh, like, Virginia Beach, right? Yes, hour two south. So um, so most of the courses down here are link style. Um, I'm trying to think if I've played one that wasn't. I, there may be one. Maybe Kilmarek is not. But um, So we played Seascape. And actually, LB played this course. We were down here together a few years ago. Uh, and he and Rick McCormick and Corey, I believe, played Seascape. A really nice course. Now, I, I got to... <sighs> 
I want to beat beat them up a little bit, but then again, I don't because they're courses lately. You've been trashing a lot of courses lately. I have. (laughs) You're right. I have. I've been. I've been. I've been becoming a little bit of a golf snob. But but let me. So let me explain this for a second because I I want to, but I'm not going to beat them up. I'm actually going to give them a lot of credit. So we booked it, and I think I told you guys last week uh, when the three of us were talking, it was ninety bucks per person. Okay, which is cheap for down here because most of the courses are anywhere from 120 to 150 per person mm. so um got the online you know booked it online I was playing with my brother sean and my and my dad and uh so we get there and the guy said it's only 70 bucks uh, because we had a winter kill i'd never heard of that until today so okay. apparently what happened mm-hmm. The weather was so bad here during the winter mm-hmm. with they got ice, they got freezing rain, and it and all of their grass down here is tropical grass. Right. And I played this course a few times. Now the first the first uh tee box or first hole I'm looking, I'm like, why is half the fairway brown? So it was um they really got hammered. So to their credit, they were discounting everyone's uh, greens fee by and dropping everything to $70. So, you know, good for them. They could have used it as an excuse. but And all they said was, look, if it hits a brown spot, I mean, because the brown was kind of mixed in with the green, and it wasn't every hole. That's one thing I will say. It was like maybe two-thirds of the holes had it, maybe you know, half, something like that. Right. They say, look, just move move it over to the grass, to the green stuff, and keep playing. So, no big deal. Well, Rick um, would have fit right in because he always moves his balls exactly. to the green. <laughs> right, yeah, he would have just tapped it. Yeah, so, so he would have tapped it on over. So, Sherman, in the brown spot, you you had basically, you could pick your ball up and move it somewhere else out of that area, pick your ball up and move it to a, a good part of the grass. Was that while the other part was coming back in? Is that what they were doing? Yeah, that's what they were doing, but it wasn't mud. So it was literally like, I, I think I had to move mine twice. Okay. Um, Cause you were and when I moved like it, tiger. it was I was like... striking that thing. Yeah. So yeah, like just like tiger. Yeah. Well, you know, your so, resembles his <laughs> lot. As you pointed yeah, out. Yeah, of course. We, yes. We've discussed, we've discussed this previously. So, <laughs> Um, but that said, when I moved it, I'm talking maybe I moved it less than a foot. Okay. Um, you know, because it really wasn't that bad. So, um, so anyway, that was great. Now there is no, they have no driving range. Ooh. So my right. So my <laughs> brother Sean calls driving range. There's no driving range. They had what yeah, what equated to a a net <laughs> that was worse than Patuxent and Greens because it was a. A one-person net next to the first tee box that you had to hit into. Are you serious? Okay. A one-person net next to the first tee box? Yeah, like LB yeah. probably had something. LB probably had something nicer in his basement. We can't. Do that. <laughs> By the way, speaking of protecting greens and it closing, I have another course closing update. Oh. Cross Creek is closed. It is officially closed. It is closed. I yeah, went there the other right. day. I took Manny over to Gunpowder to the little uh, uh-huh. pitch and putt or chip and putt or whatever. And on the way back, I said, let's see if Cross Creek is closed. So we drove mm-hmm. down the the the, the driveway. Mm-hmm. And you know, you can see the first hole to the right mm-hmm. as you're driving down. Mm-hmm. The grass as tall as Manny. I swear would have walked over there, he would have got lost. I wouldn't have been able to find him. <laughs> grass as tall as Manny. And then they go up, clubhouse shut down, uh-huh. lights off, note on the door, the HOA association cannot meet here this week, et cetera, et cetera. Wow. And, and then uh, you can see, I think that's nine green. Yeah. And there's a sand the trap line, on the yeah. left. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Grass growing in the sand trap. Wow. 
Grass Whoa. Well, it was already grass growing in Sanford when it was still charging people <laughs> right, to play. Right, yeah, they just didn't. Yeah, they <laughs> they quit on they quit on that course a long time ago. Right, right. All right, now back back yeah. to your so, program. Go ahead. Yes. Yeah, so, um, so the tee box. So the course itself. So the tee box is fantastic shape. Okay, and that's very important. Uh, they work great. You, you it is very important because you need yeah, you need to you need that. Well, no, but look, and I thought about that when I was playing Timbers of Troy would not have stood a chance. Now, I think that uh, that some of the, you know, we explained that some of that was people not filling in their, their divots. Mm-hmm. And also, I think they didn't move the blocks. Right. But this was pristine. I mean, it was like hitting off carpet, man. I mean, it was perfect. The fairways were great. It was link style. So the, the rough is a lot of sand and a lot of that tall, you know, uh, what you call it, fescue, whatever it's mm-hmm. called. Um, so you had to be straight. Now, the greens, great. Very playable. They weren't fast. They, I mean, they were a little fast, but it wasn't, it wasn't like what Waverly was last week. Um, the fairways were wide. It was pretty open for the most part. Um, so, but the, the interesting thing is there's three par fives on the front. Three. Your boy, Bert, your boy in the first five holes, there's three par fives. That's odd. Okay. Okay. Your boy birdied all three of them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's me. <laughs> oh, you did. <laughs> yes. Three birdies on the front nine. Well, in the first three five birdies holes. on in the in the first five holes. That's right. And then I threw in uh, another par to go with that. <laughs> I shot a forty-two on. Par. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I shot a forty-two on the front. Okay. <laughs> okay. No, I. I 43 on the front. I'm, I, I miss, miss, I didn't count that right. 43 on the front. So, um, but yeah, so the course was in great condition. Uh, get to the 46. I broke 90 for the first time in my life. Yeah. I saw the picture you posted where you, you marked your little ball and everything. <laughs> you need a little, that's right. Case? You need a little trophy case. Now? <laughs> I'm getting it. I'm now, getting a trophy case for any, it too. That's right. Is there anyone with you that can verify that you counted every stroke? <laughs> Yes. Would you like me to put them on the phone? No, that's okay. Because <laughs> with who you gonna put? Yeah, okay. Oh, I know he cheats, and we only have an hour, and he talks about. Love him though. We love Sean. Um, good. So you so you so you broke so, the um, But look, yes, and I hit uh, I hit eleven of twelve fairways. Okay. So um, yes, yeah, so I mean, man, I was. Play, were you playing your Pro V ones or were you playing those Vice? Did you order? Because you ordered those Vice balls that Vern plays with. Yes, I, I ordered the Vice. They do not come in till this week because apparently that's a a British company, so they're coming from overseas. I was playing Pro V ones. Did the price go up um, the tariffs or no? <laughs> not well, the vice on the vice yeah on the vice yeah uh not sure I should, you know what i should have ordered more because of that i didn't think about that so um but yeah so i uh yeah so yeah i was i was uh thoroughly impressed Claude, i know you're gonna be down here in a few weeks i really think you should give it a try it's one like i said it's one of the cheapest courses down here the staff was great uh, I give the course, you know, a solid B. I'm going to say this: if they're if they could get those fairways back in shape, this course would have gotten an A. Mm-hmm. Um, so you said that's the same one that we played then a few years ago, right? Cause that's right. Yeah, and yeah. and LB, if you remember, soggy. I mean, because it had rained, I think. It but rained. yeah, remember it rained like six straight days. Yeah, it was but soggy. remember, and when it rained, but it rained six straight days. You're basically, you know, I mean, you're on the outer bank, so it's water everywhere. Yeah. But you, but you guys still were not cart path only. 
No. I, they allowed you guys to drive yeah, in the fairways. Right, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so it drains well. I mean, we got a bad storm here last night, but it was fine. I mean, it was, you know, the round took us, I think, four hours and 15 minutes. So it was a quick, you know, pace, pace of play was really quick. Um, like I said, staff was great. Food was great. So um, if they get the fairways fixed, but I think they're all suffering down here from that. So it's yeah. not really, it's not their fault. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, a lot of um, here, even um, I had checked uh, Oak Creek uh, just the other day and they have a thing on their website. When you first pull up their golf, it talks about them having the same issues uh, with the hard winter and, you know, whatever problems they had on their course as well. So, wow. I give them credit for at least admitting to it and saying, look, here's what's going on. We're going to try to make, you know, do right by you for this reason. Mm-hmm. But Lake Prez wasn't. Right, exactly. That's, so that's what's interesting to me is, is how is it, you know, for example, you, you know where Old Creek is in comparison to uh, Enterprise. I mean, they probably put three miles, if, right. if that far apart. Mm-hmm. Enterprise have no issues. At all. Old Creek is having issues. So, mm-hmm. I, you know, I know they all had the same weather. I don't know. I, I put a lot of that onto the Greens uh the the superintendent and all those people that are taking care of the, taking care of the property because you can't tell me that you all both have the same issues had the same winter and I'm three miles from you and my course looks great and yours is messed up right you know mm, wow just just an observation <laughs> yeah but uh, Claude I think you should give it a try when you come down in a few weeks so okay, yeah I think um, I will yeah because I think it's it's open enough that uh, now now I will say this I shot in eighty nine. Um, you said that my, already, my br- yeah, I'm going to say it three more times before we hang up. <laughs> my, my brother, so Sean shot a one Oh one and my dad shot a one Oh two. Okay. So, um, but they were spraying it a little bit too. So, you know, it's, it's open. It's more open than timbers. Um, but it's, uh, and probably Waverly, but you know, if you miss, then you can be in some trouble. There's a lot of houses on that course. So uh, make sure your insurance is updated <laughs> and all that jazz. Good, man. Well, congratulations on breaking 90, man. That number was kind of hovering over your head for a while that you wanted to, wanted to do it. So yeah, I'm like my whole it. life. Yeah. My whole life. Thank you. <laughs> so I'm glad you were able to do it. I got, uh, two more things real quick. Okay. So I, one thing on this golf course, um, hold 16. Um, hole 16, I thought about LB. It's a dog leg right. Mm-hmm. Uh, you hit over the hill and then you got a little bit of water and, and then kind of a, a green, um, uh, kind of a circular green right behind me. It's, it's surrounded by water on three sides. There were about 40 geese <laughs> surrounding this hole. Uh-huh. <laughs> The green was like their their personal bathroom. Yep. Okay. Wow. Yep. And I thought, and I t- I told my I told Sean and my dad, I said, man, if LB was here, he would be having a fit right now. Yeah, I'd be running so my dad, that cart. <laughs> yep, be trying to. So my dad hits up. The ball rolled through about three piles of goose crap. Um, Sean was trying to putt around it. <laughs> uh yeah it was it was classic man so that that was really funny um yeah and then i just got a quick funny story to tell you all not from here but uh talking to my boss i think you all will appreciate this he used to live at graystone up on uh, uh it's up in baltimore county yeah, so he had a house actually mm-hmm. oh have, is it hard uh, I was a, I, it is yeah it is yeah <laughs> okay so he he lived there and he played there about three to four times a week. 
he said he broke a hundred twice. Okay. Mm-hmm. So uh, Memorial Day, he invites me out to play, and I couldn't play because we had stuff going on. So he's telling me that he, uh, his wife's friend was going out with his wife and she said hey do you mind if my husband goes to play with marty he's looking to play and so my my boss said, yeah sure no problem he's an older guy um and apparently he's not that good so my boss was like all right perfect good because i don't you know i can't even break 100 on this course so he said he gets up there the guy pars the first three holes okay, okay? <laughs> the guy the guy is 78 years old mm. that he's playing with Wow. Shot a seventy six. No, he, he shot. Right. Now my boss and I asked my boy. He said, "Yeah, I shot a one hundred and two." <laughs> so he said, I, "I've I've been playing the course for fifteen years. I still can't break a hundred. He's broken it twice. This guy shot lower than his age." Jeez. Wow. That's crazy. Right. I mean, especially if you play a course enough. I mean, the only reason I think I broke 90 was because I played Blue Mash at the time when I was playing, could play it for free. So <laughs> and I was playing yeah. it like three times a week. Um, yeah, right. Yeah. yeah. Um, so Tiger's tournament is coming up this week. Uh, Sherm's not going to be able to go, uh, but I'm going. LB's going. Yep. Rodney, Rodney's going. Rodney's in town. He's going. And it reminded me of this article that I just read, and I sent to LB, uh, and Sherm, we can get your comments on it, in Golf Digest, uh, where they have this article in every issue from a guy who's on tour, but they don't identify him. It's called Undercover Tour Pro. And it's uh, the title of the article is A Plea for a Little Decency from the Fans. This guy let us in on like kind of what happens from their standpoint, stuff that we don't get to see on TV and that's not necessarily reported. He said that there was some guy who um, who now he said this only happens at maybe half a dozen cor- courses on right. tour, so it's not all of them. But mm-hmm. he said it used to only be it used, used to be none. Then it was only one. There was only Phoenix, right. the Phoenix Open. He said, but now it's like half a dozen, and it could be growing. He said there was some guy while he was at the on the tee box who shouted out some vulgar comment about his three month old daughter. Mm-hmm. Oh, who's first of all, who has a vulgar thought about a three month old right. to even scream it out? Yeah. And then number two, mm. what makes you think that? Even that is okay to do when heckling anyone, right. a player, whether it's basketball, golf, whatever, to scream something out about someone's kid mm-hmm. or wife or anything like that. That's ridiculous. Uh, and then yeah. you're talking about um, walking with Jason Day one time and that there were three guys, he said, looked like they were in their early 20s, stepped across the rope and started trying to like walk with them. And that the caddies moved to the middle, uh, and there were some uh, two patrol guys behind them, and they all just kind of mo- picked up their pace a little bit, and the guys weren't yelling, but you could tell that they were drunk. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And they were following them and saying some things, and then Jason Day just said, you know, told the patrol guys, hey, I think it's time for these guys to go home. Right. And then they right. kicked them out of the right. – But that's ridiculous. Yeah. Like, like and, and he says just because you – paid for your ticket and you're there to see the pros mm-hmm. does not give you liberty to make their life miserable while they're there and heckle them in that fashion. LB. But so this is, it, this is the football mentality. Now. Mm-hmm. I mean, the football and the basketball people are screaming stuff the whole time, trying to make them miss free throws. You know, that mentality has, has come into the golf uh, world. And honestly, I'm not a fan of it either. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, I prefer, I like the quietness of, of right. golf. I mean, to me, that's one of the attractive parts of it. Um, these uh, and like in that article, we talked about the patrolman behind him that was walking behind him. When someone comes across the ropes, isn't that a, like an automatic 
you get right. them and get put them back. You where should they be taking down like yeah. they do in football oh, exactly. or in basketball <laughs> or in soccer. They take these jokers down. Right. If someone steps across that rope, Jason Day should take his driver out yeah. and go straight to his knees with that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Although yeah. I guess you could face criminal charges. But 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 the point is is that right. if you're on these ropes, it's all it, it, it's all right. game now that's at this just, point. Yeah. Should be, you, you are off limits. You so should that, be kicked yeah. out of the tournament. There's no at, way in the worst. At, at the minimum. Right. At the minimum. Exactly. Sean, what do you think about the way this stuff is going with these guys screaming and yelling? Yeah. You know, I mean, I agree with LB. I mean, it's definitely crossing that, crossing into golf, but it's almost like the Phil thing we were talking about last week where that really kind of violated a lot of uh, mm-hmm. etiquette amongst the players. This is, you know, violating the etiquette that is typically there amongst the fans that's not there in, in any other sport. Mm-hmm. So when you're, you know, trying to get a competitive edge by, I don't know, flopping in basketball, you know, that's more accepted in in that sport, but so is kind of, you know, heckling, like LB said, to make somebody miss a free throw or what have you. So, I mean, it's unfortunate because, you know, really, I mean, I don't know, people are like watching Happy Gilmore before they come to these golf courses, but that's not reality. I mean, you have to have, or, or what is it, the Waste Management Open or whatever it is where fans are hitting, mm-hmm. yeah, hitting uh, beach balls and everything mm-hmm. else. That's not how it is, you know, so they, that's not reality. Um, and it's a little, you know, amateurish for sure, because I mean, come on, well, this you know, crazy. I mean, you, if you notice now, even in, well, even with all pro sports now, alcohol is served freely, right? You know, right. and even with golf, golf yes. always starts in the morning. And I think in an article he mentioned, you know, this, it wasn't even noon yet and people are already sloshed. Oh yeah, you know absolutely. I mean? So, well, so they have the great, like, thing. like this week, don't they have the great goose tent? Oh, they're well. Great Goose is a is as I was telling a brand is a is actually a sponsor <laughs> of uh, the the PGA. So at every tournament, there is a Great Goose. Um, Great Goose. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So we're not talking about we're not talking about Smirnoff. Yeah. No. And we're not talking about Smirnoff. We're talking about some high quality vodka here. Right. That's, so. that's, <laughs> <laughs> hence the only the only vodka I drink. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Why ever else, would man. we think anything less? Exactly. And so that that kind of puts in perspective when JT had that guy thrown out mm-hmm. that it must not have just been that comment. There must right. have been just more. And even if that guy didn't do all that, you know, throughout the whole round, mm-hmm. he must just have been the icing on the cake. And right. JT was just tired of it. You yeah. know what I mean? So I, I kind of get it. So that brings us up to Tigers tournament. Mm-hmm. Uh Folks are going to be there. Yeah. Actually, I went to the driver range earlier today and um, at Northwest, and uh, there was a group of four older guys sitting there talking. And they said, any you guys go to the tournament? And uh, they always kind of looked like, I don't know. And then one guy finally said, well, you know, Avenel's just a hard course to walk. <laughs> and, said, and my bones are too are old to be serious? walking up those hills. That's what they were saying. Yeah, well, yeah. They were older guys. I mean, they, yeah. and it is. A, I mean, it's it a lot a of hills. Course, it's yeah. a hilly course. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you're, there, yeah, if you're there up is. there and you're not in shape, you may not want to, you know, you won't be doing a lot of walking. You'll yeah, be just sitting around. Sit yeah. um, but, uh, uh, yeah, so anyway, uh, with that coming up, what is Golf DMV's rules and etiquette for watching tour pros? Sherman, give us one thing. Okay, do not crackle your water bottle right in Stuart Sink's backswing. We call that the Corey, the Corey by the way. The yes, that, that's that's number one. Quiet, um, quiet when they're on the tee box, people. Yes. Like when and they're up yeah, quiet, quiet anywhere. Right, anytime yeah, yeah. Ready to hit, yeah. And those arms go up. Yeah. Just be quiet. Yeah, just stop. Quiet. You know stop talking. Because you know, there's always this guy who tries to whisper, and he thinks he's whispering, but he's right. not. You know what I mean? And right. he's like, hey, watch how he does this. It's like, dude, you're not whispering. You're loud. <laughs> 
loud, <laughs> right, quiet. Because he's drunk on Grey Goose. <laughs> right. o'clock in the morning. Gosh, go ahead. And, and I have I have one more, because um, I don't want to still, I'm sure we all have a lot of the same ones. One more, but something that really bothers me when I, or it, I don't, don't want to say it bothers me, but I think it would bother me if I was on tour is seeing how many people are walking like right when they're about to swing, right? You know, so I mean, people yeah, often the vision, yeah, exactly. So people off in the distance is not anything you could do about. But if you're, you know, if you're standing at the rope like right where they are, just stop for a second, like let them go ahead and swing, and then continue to walk because we don't do that to each other. You know, that's kind of that's rude, even yeah, it's called for your be, playing be partner. Aware of what's happening around you, someone right. swinging, just yeah. wait and then go. Yeah, right. Okay, LB, what you got? Um, as far as etiquette, I don't really have, I mean, much more to add to what Sherman already mm-hmm. said. My my thing I would tell people is just stay hydrated and not so much with alcohol. It's going to be hot. There's mm-hmm. going to be a lot of walking. You got to drink your water. You got you got to stay hydrated in those kind of environments. Uh, sun, and sunblock and a good hat. Right. Those would be right. my those yeah. would be my my uh, tips for watching. Yeah, and th- you know I agree with everything you guys said. I think you covered the basis. One thing I'm going to add is please don't wear your golf attire to the tournament because you're not playing. Okay. <laughs> I hate that. Like I hear what you're saying, but it's the same thing when people go to basketball games, football games. They wear the jersey of their team. They wear right. They wear but the see, hat of their team. I, but they're golf but they're, but the they're wearing way. their team's brand. Like well, you know, unless you're wearing a shirt that says Tiger, you know what I mean, or well, Ricky. Or, you well, know, like, no, but, no, Ricky has a style. He does. You, but you can put that on and we'll if know who you if you're If like. you're a kid, I get it. You know what I mean? Dressing like Ricky Fowler with the bright orange or whatever. <laughs> but please don't wear, you know, your Nike blue pants with your white, you know, and your spikes. Adidas yeah. shirt. Yeah, and your cleats and then your Titleist hat. Like, you're not playing today. Don't. Now, d- yeah, don't, 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 don't. Just don't do that. You know, please don't do that. One thing you can do, though, uh, and I did this the last two years, and I found it fascinating. Mm-hmm. Bring your GPS watches. That will show you the difference. A lot of times I'll stop where a player is hitting in the middle of the fairway just to see how far they are from the green. Okay. And then you watch them just hit the green like it's nothing. I'm like, he was 225 away. You know what I mean? And so it's good. And you hit a six iron. Yeah. And so I'll bring my GPS watch just to kind of see how far they are from different shots, whether it's a, you know, uh, uh, five iron or Mm. even if they're closer in and they're, you know, hitting Mm. the sand wedge from 120 yards away just to see how far they are. So that, 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 that's kind of cool. And then the third thing is just have a good time. You know what I mean? Right. See, we yeah. don't know how much longer this tournament is going to be right. in this area. This may be this might be the last rodeo. They may take this one out back and shoot it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? So enjoy it, man. Enjoy it and uh, 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 stay as long as you can. Mm-hmm. Have fun, but be mindful of the players. And uh, although I don't necessarily know if I've had to experience, had this experience with being, bringing Manny there, I have had this with. Um, basketball games but is just be mindful that they, that there may be kids around too you know what mm-hmm. i mean so you know just watch the language a little bit have fun monitor the, the drink and have some water as well right you know okay. you know what the uh, can you can you smoke out there on the fairway i mean if you're out in the crowd no i never i never i, never, I'm a, I think you can i I, I, I thought about it yeah. personally. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, check check, yeah, pretty, check the, the uh, website. You might be able to. Who knows? Yeah, I'm pretty Tell sure you, you can. If you see if if you see someone out there with a cigar with his feet up and a, 
Grey Goose, and it might be me. Then it's LB, and then you know you're safe to to, to whip out that cigar. Cool. Well, Sherm, thanks a lot, man. Really appreciate your thoughts uh, uh, on the course and the check-in, man. Have fun and uh, and get back. And we'll we'll do well for birdies versus bladders for you. We'll represent you. Yeah. Yeah. Have fun, man. Tell Jeff and the crew I said hello. And, uh, yeah, I'm headed back to the beach, so I'll see you guys later. Cool, man. Enjoy. Right, Say hello to the family. <laughs> All right. All right. I will. So there we go. There's Thurm's, uh, Sherm's thoughts. Oh, Thurm's thoughts. <laughs> <laughs> Sherm's thoughts. Uh, yeah, 89. Do we believe him? Does he get the stamp of him? <laughs> Sherm's going to listen back to this. He knows we're going to yeah, clown him behind yeah, his back yeah. when he's off the phone. I mean, we weren't yeah. there. Yeah. I'm going to give him a pass. I mean, everybody, yeah, I believe him. everybody has their day. I mean, oh, yeah. um, I mean, after I, after I shot in the 80s, what, two weeks ago, three weeks ago? That's right. I right, haven't right, done right. it since. So, <laughs> uh, you know, it, it is what it is. Golf and, is that way. I mean, look at uh, – And allegedly, Brent yeah. shot in the 70s last week, right? Didn't he say he shot in the 70s? I, I don't believe Brent. And then he was in the high 90s when we played Falls <laughs> right, Road or whatever right. it was. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, look at Paul Casey. He, he played great right. three days, and then the fourth day – he. You know, Pete is paying. Yeah, plus so, two. Right. And he had a – let's just talk about that. Mm-hmm. So, anyway, so Bubba Watson wins the tra- tra- uh, Travelers Championship, mm-hmm. right? Uh, he wins by two strokes, I think. Paul Casey finishes in a tie for second at, uh, plus, at minus 14. Uh, interesting because Paul Casey, I think, had like a six-stroke lead or something like that heading into yeah, the final he, round. He, well, he started with a four. And right. And then he, he, I think he got – I think he had at least a five because he birdied the first hole, so he was plus, he was uh, he was seventeen under. Right, uh, and then next thing you know, that back nine ate him up. Yeah, Bubba Watson Two on the, the other war. hand yep. on fire the whole round. I think mm-hmm. he shot a sixty three. Uh, uh, he did, and yep. ended up seventeen under. And Bubba Watson has won already three times on tour this year. Right, I know about the first one. I don't know what the second one was, but uh, one um, he's won three times on tour so far this yeah, year. Yeah, because they were talking about today he might be uh, he might make play a year if he uh, keeps playing like this. Do you think you have to win? A major to be player no. of the year, but if you win, yeah. So if you win enough tournaments, no. you can. Yeah, because Tiger yeah. one year was player of the year and didn't win because he won five he won tournaments. Five, five that that year was or something. Twenty thirteen, maybe twenty twelve. That's for sure. The last, yeah, it yeah. might have been the last time he won anything <laughs> was when he did that. So yeah. yeah, so congratulations to Tiger on that. I mean to uh, to to Bubba Watson on that. Mm-hmm. Do you do you have the last place stuff? Yes, uh, uh, yeah, let's, let's just jump yeah. to that and then we'll get to some of these course reviews. Right. So last place is a is a household household name for if you're a golfer follow golf, I should say. Mm-hmm. Patrick Harrington. Oh, check that out. Yeah, he was he finished plus four. He won $13,440. Hmm. Uh, grand total right now, if you came in last place, you'd be up $455,000. Not bad. Uh, Not bad. So a little bit about Podrick. Uh, let's see. He's from Ireland. He's married. One kid. 46 years old. Mm-hmm. Uh, been on tour since became went pro. I'm sorry. Uh, 95. He's a, But he's only had six PGA wins. Wow, Patrick Harrington's been a while around for a while. You know, right. Six wins, six it's wins. It's hard to win on tour. But then, it's hard. so but the, here's the weird part. So he's had six wins. Three of them were two. He had two Open Championships. Okay, that's good. And they were back to back. Oh seven, oh eight, and oh eight. He also won a PGA Championship. Okay. Uh, so he had three majors in a row there. Wow. Between oh, so he was hot for a second, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and his other his other three wins, two of them are at the Honda Classic and one at Barclays. Okay. So I mean, out of his six wins, two of them are at the same, you know, basically the same. I don't the open that moves around. So it right, may not right. be the same course, mm-hmm. but the Honda was at the same course, um, which is just a little odd. Um, I thought at least mm, interesting. Uh, let's see his career earnings: twenty four million. That's not bad. Yeah. To just win six times, that's not bad. Yeah, twenty four million. Um, year to day, he's up eighty four thousand dollars. Uh, the only inter- interesting thing I could find him, and this is 
I'm stretching. <laughs> and, and by interesting, we're just trying to find something. Right. Just fill a void here. He, you remember uh, Joey Harrington played QB? Yeah. Uh, for yeah, Detroit. I played, think Joey Harrington went to Oregon. Yes, he did. Okay. Went to Oregon. Mm-hmm. He played four years at Detroit, one year with the Dolphins, one year with the Saints, and final, his final years with the uh, Saints. Okay. Well, I'm sorry, I said Falcons and then Saints. I'm sorry. Uh, but they're uh, second cousins. Really? Yeah. So okay. Well, there you go. Yeah, that's kind of interesting. Well, thank you yeah. so much for those fun facts. Yes. That's great. That's great. There we <laughs> go. Padraig Harrington, last place. Bubba Watson, first place. Um, by the and way. In the first place, he got $1.2 million. Wow. There you go. That's yeah. good winnings. Yes. That's enough to keep Lucas Glover's <laughs> wife happy for a week, right? At least a week. Uh, <laughs> at yeah. least a week. Um, LPGA check-in. I uh, won't talk about this past tournament, but this mm-hmm. upcoming week, they've got the KPMG Championship. Yeah. Women's, yeah. And so they do a lot with uh, women in golf and women leadership stuff. And so they are all pro-women, as are we on this show. And so yes, good we for love K- women. Yeah, so good for <laughs> KPMG uh, and sponsoring this whole event and doing great things for women uh, leaders in business and in politics and in in golf and in sports and so good kudos for them we'll cover that in depth next week um uh let's see a couple course reviews i'll give my thoughts on um uh falls road uh finally got a chance to play there last week again me brand lb and uh mike, mike ag uh from texas uh yeah i like the course mm-hmm. you know what i mean um it's it's what i thought Laytonsville was before i played falls road okay i thought Laytonsville would be is a nice open mm-hmm. not too long easy kind of 18 and it's not hard but falls road is definitely like if yeah. you want to get some practice in mm-hmm. or you don't have a whole lot of time like you said we played from the tips it was only yeah. 6100 a little more than 6100 right. yards and uh and it's open it's very you know open I mean? well at least a lot of the holes are if if they close on one side, the other side is open. Right, right. Yeah, yeah. And what I like about it is the fact that, so if you're a beginner, and, but you're past, like, the super small nine-hole courses, like Paint Branch or something mm-hmm. like that, and you, Falls Road is the place, is the place yeah, to go because absolutely. you've got some short par fours. Yep. You've got some short par threes. You've got some par fives that are generally short, um, but they'll stretch you if you're not a long hitter like myself. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Every, you know, if anytime we play from sixty, uh, six, anything over six six thousand, my second shot is going to be my seven wood or my hybrid. Like I mean, I'm very rarely in my eight iron in. You know what I mean? Because right, right. I just don't hit the ball that long unless it's a super short par four. Um, but I liked it. I mm-hmm. give it. I mean, I, shoot, I give it an A minus. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was it, in great condition. Yeah. Um, fully staffed. I mean, but they also yeah. had camp going on too. Right. The campers were out. Everywhere. And LB made a great point. As long as they're not on the course, right? And I'm fine with it. And they, they weren't. weren't. They weren't. They weren't. <laughs> and so the little, the little, you know, crumb yeah. snatchers were at the driving <laughs> range and short game area and stuff. And it was cool to see them out. But mm. fully staffed. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of people were out playing. Yeah. Um, it rained a little bit, but not much. Just a little bit of drizzle once we hit the back nine, and then it went away. Mm. Um, oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, it did. Uh, uh, I enjoyed the round. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, and the bugs weren't as bad. The bugs were not as bad. They, they it started out to be like, right. okay, this is going to be a problem. So, is is if you think they weren't bad this time when I played it before, multiply that times ten. Oh and wow! Were, from from the opening hole all the way through, they were terrible. And even and yeah. and, and if that if so, if you're saying what we experienced wasn't that bad, mm-hmm. then what you guys experienced must have been horrible oh, it was, because it was, it was hideous. I was almost <laughs> like, okay, if this continues, this is not good. right. And we were spraying up. We sprayed pretty right. good. I sprayed uh, my hat, my clothes, yeah, my arm. Exactly. <laughs> I had to come home and just take all my clothes in the garage because it <laughs> right. smelled so bad. 
<laughs> right with all that all. So yeah, I give it an A minus, man. I think, uh, and from me, Falls Road is probably twenty five minutes away, mm-hmm. so it's not far from the house. But yeah, yeah it's a it's a nice course to mm-hmm. kind of get out and, and test your game and, and play. And took Mike Ag there, mm-hmm. and not yeah, Cross Creek, yep. <laughs> Yo, <absolutely. laughs> which is close now, right. <laughs> or Malton. Speaking of Cross Creek or Malton, mm-hmm. Seth Mason, uh, uh, one of our buddies, got a chance to play a course. He sent in this uh, course review. Uh, take a listen. What's up, Golf DMV? This is Seth Mason with a course review. I got a chance to play at Bay Hills Golf Club in Arnold's, Maryland for my local union's annual golf outing. It was 50 bucks for a round of golf, including green fees, open bar, and lunch. So, of course, going in, I expected to be a dog track. Because I've learned anything from Claude Jennings is you get what you pay for when it comes to a golf course. But to my surprise, this actually was a great golf course. The staff was accommodating. The greens were immaculate. The fairways, I mean, you expect it to be like that in spring. But, I mean, for that price, I was expecting, like, dirt, like mountain. But, I mean, the greens were great. It rained two days straight prior, so everything was running real slow. But, I mean, that was to be as expected. Um, we actually played uh, best ball. Me and my partner shot a 79. So, I mean, that just made the day even much better. Uh, like I said, the fairways were wide open. Um, I lost two balls instead of my normal 12 to 15 balls. So that was a victory in itself. I say the course for playability, I'll give it an 8 out of 10. I'm somewhat of a novice, so the fairways being wide open like that, it worked out good for me. So for more advanced golf, I don't know exactly how they feel about um, as far as the difficulty of the course. You know, as far as value, I give it a 7 out of 10 because the normal rate is 65 bucks on a Saturday, which is worth it, but it's not, like, great, but I think it's still good value. It's somewhere I would take my friends. You know, I'd never take my friends to Malton or Cross Creek, but I definitely recommend Bay Hills for sure. So yeah, so so two things about about that. <laughs> Seth deserved to throw me under the bus, right. you know, with, and with he, the whole. He did, and he did. Yeah, you know, he deserved to, and, and and he did. Yeah, you know, <laughs> you get what you pay for. <laughs> yeah, no, he did. But I will say this: um, uh, uh, the seventy-eight or seventy-nine that he and his buddy shot mm-hmm. in a best ball tournament—that's it's I mean, not good. That's not, not good. Seth. <laughs> no, that's not good. You need to be under par. Under par. On the best ball tournament. <laughs> right. But you guys will get there. I'm not sure yeah. if, if the buddy's any good or anything like that. But yeah. you guys will get there. But <laughs> under par is the goal. So I'm glad you felt good about the 79, though. But that's interesting, too, though, with a two-man. Now, I'm, I don't think I've ever done a two-man best ball. See, that's another good point. Because so if you're both be, struggling. Right. right. It, it can be It depends different. on the level, the skill level. So, Seth, you right. may have to check back in with what's the skill level of your buddy. Right, right. And it's, like I say, two-man is not, not that often that I've been to a tournament uh, that's been a two-man basketball. Right. It's usually, you know, four or, or three at the at the minimum. But uh, exactly. Yeah. And uh, Vern chimed in. So we played again Father's Day weekend. We played Waverly Woods and we played uh, Timbers of Troy. And uh, we talked about what we thought last week. Mm-hmm. Vern checked in with another course review. What's up, everybody? It's Vern calling in for the Golf DMV podcast course reviews. I got to play with the fellas this weekend twice. Father's Day weekend, June uh, 2018. The 16th and the 17th, so that was that was pretty cool. Um, maybe the only benefit to being a dad. Just kidding, I love my children. Uh, on Saturday the 16th, we uh, we played at the Timbers at Troy, which is in Elk Ridge, Maryland. For those of you not from the area, it's maybe 20 minutes southwest of Baltimore. Nice course. I give it a B. Nice course. I give it a B. Uh, we played there before, uh, all of us, I believe. And um, I think we played from the Blues. Uh, it was about 61-48. Yeah, 61-48. 
in terms of yardage, slope rating of about 133. Uh, for those of you not aware, also, you know, slope rating, maybe 113 is supposed to be average. And then I want to say like uh, 145, 155 is like crazy difficult uh, tour strength. So uh, not an easy course, um, pretty tight, uh, which is, you know, what I like, which is odd because I, I tend to hit into the woods a lot off the tee box. But when I get it right, it's a fun course to play. I like it because it's visually interesting. There's lots of hills and valleys um, that, you know, the dog legs aren't, you know, just standard left and right. Maybe they have a few of those, but for the most part, they have some some uh, holes that turn like an S. And again, I kind of like the uh, the changes in elevation for a lot of those courses, even though uh, I'm not very good at it. So Timbers at Troy, B, uh, greens in fine shape for me, fairways in good shape. Maybe there were a couple that could have used a little bit of work, but, you know, it's the we're approaching the middle of the summer here, I guess. So, um, you know, a, a more representative view of care will probably be if we play the course again in like August or September after people have had a chance to run through. But uh, for the most part, for me, seemed okay. So Timbers at Troy B, I would encourage you to go visit them. You know, go out there and play. It's, it's pretty decent. I liked it. All right, so on Sunday, we got to play Waverly Woods. Uh, this is in Woodstock, Maryland, maybe 30 minutes west of Baltimore, for those not familiar with the area. Uh, I give the course a B-. minus. I, I think I like Timbers just a little bit better. I mean, we're splitting hairs here, but... Um, we play from the whites, which is about 6,300 yards, uh, and it has a slope rating of about 127. It's supposed to play a little bit easier, and it, it did for me, but that's probably just because I had a practice round the previous day at Timbers because I played like trash. So uh, what did I like about it? The front nine, again, lots of the things that uh, I mentioned in for the uh, Timbers of Troy review, lots of changes in elevation, um, very interesting holes, you know, tight dog legs, things like that. I mean, they're, I mean, they're, it's very hilly on the front nine. And the, uh, I think the the layout is is fairly interesting. Some of the some of the pin positions can be pretty difficult to get at. Uh, greens in fairly good shape. There were a few that were that were a little bit beat up, uh, more so than maybe you would expect uh, this early in the golf season. So you know they get a dock for that. And the second knock is um, the back nine was a little plain. Black nine, a little plain Jane. Nothing nothing bad and you know nothing great. A lot of standard dog legs, a lot more open. To be honest, I should have played better on the back nine, but I actually played really good on the front nine. I had four a string of four pars in a row. Uh, coming out of uh, the front nine, I think. And then on the back nine, maybe got two more, but had a couple of blow-up holes. So that, there I played about, I think, a 94 is what I ended up with. Timbers at Troy, even though I enjoyed myself a little bit more that day for some reason, I don't know, uh, was um, that was a did not finish because we were just pretty much practicing at that point. So, yeah, guys, that's pretty much it. I mean, if you're out here in Maryland and you got a chance to go to Timbers or Waverly, I would definitely give them a, both a recommend. Um, yeah, you know, hit them long, hit them straight. Yeah, for the Golf DMV Podcast, this is Vern. Later. And again, you know, the biggest lesson from that is that the old Vern might be back. Yes. Close yeah. iron yeah. one time. One time. And he had a bird. He had a par streak of about four <laughs> to five holes. Yeah. Uh, that, that was Waverly mm-hmm. on the front. Yep. So the old Vern might be back. Yeah. Yeah. We'll see. He, he could always drive. I mean, right. that was always his strong point. Because remember the he first hole at, uh, we were at, what was the second course we played? Uh, Waver- Waverly mm-hmm. Woods. Mm-hmm. The opening hole, we all went. I think we all, everybody went in the woods except yep. Vern. Yeah, he's <laughs> right all the way down. And he was and he was what eighty yards from the yep. from the green. Yeah. and still <laughs> took him four shots to get on the green. <laughs> <laughs> right, 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 right. Yeah, so we had a good time. And you guys are playing LP uh, coming. Yeah, up, right? we're going to play on Saturday morning. Me, him, and uh, Rodney. Uh, we're going to play Saturday morning at, at Lake Presidential. So hopefully, uh, I need to get to the. Well, we got the tournament on. Friday, 
Oh, right, right, right. So we're playing birdies versus, versus bladders, bladders on, on, on Friday. Friday right? Birdies for bladders. That's right. So I got to get to the range sometime between now and Thursday. And mm-hmm. I'm, I'm not sure where I'm going to fit that in. And try to figure some things yeah, out. I'm going to try yeah. to go Wednesday uh, and maybe Thursday night. Maybe, yeah, under the lights, maybe, uh, under deep desperation, yeah, try to yeah. fix some things for this tournament. Yeah, because I need to, I think what I'm going to do actually is go back to that original Paul Wilson video. Mm-hmm. And start there again. Yeah. And just, <laughs> right. and just start over from the basics and, and, cause I don't know what happened. Yeah. And, and that's the thing, like, you get to these points in your game sometimes where it's like, I don't know what happened. I don't know where I am. I don't know how I got here. Right. And I don't know what to do. Right. So you just, <laughs> you just tear it all down and start over. Again. Right, right, right. Start, so we'll see. start my grip. Oh, that looks about right. Okay. Now mm-hmm. let's, you know, start with the swing and move my way up. That's um, all you can do. Yeah, exactly. I, I saw this weird thing on the golf channel. So there's a show called School of Golf, and the guy Martin Hall and the lady Blair O'Neill is on it. And uh, they, he said to fix your your slice mm-hmm. with your drive, line the the driver head face, the club head face, mm-hmm. where you want to the ball to go. Mm-hmm. Then he says, but and the ball's got to be in the middle of your stance. Close your. Um, like have your feet or your stance kind of closed to the ball. Like don't mm-hmm. aim, like don't have your feet kind of uh, lined up with where you want it. Uh-huh. Have it aimed. I'm left-handed. So I have to be aimed like slightly to the left. Yeah. So for you, it'd be to the right. Uh-huh. And so to feel like you're closed, like you're right. almost not a night, like at a 90 degree angle away from where you're trying to hit, mm-hmm. but the club face is straight sure. towards it. Right. Right. And you swing like that and it will straighten it out. I went to the driving range and tried it uh-huh. and it straightened it out. Really? And, and cause normally I'll slice it. Because I'll I'll spin out with my hips too much and I'll mm-hmm. cl- close the club. I did my exact same reckless swing mm-hmm. and it went and it went straight. But wow. it feels odd right. and it looks weird. But then the question <laughs> becomes: Okay, but when you swing, but the scenes sound like to me you're fixing a bad right. swing. Right, you're, right, you're not you're, right. You're still swinging bad, right? But you're putting a band aid on oh, something exactly. as opposed to fixing what's exactly. wrong. Exactly. So right. now when I swing correctly, mm-hmm. it's going to go the other way. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. So I did it a couple of times. I'm like that looks odd, and I tried to say, "Oh, this is this, this works." Mm-hmm. But then it's, like, it's too, but it's just too weird. It's right. not a long term thing. Yeah, and yeah, so yeah. we'll still have a Paul. Oh, so we'll still have a Paul Wilson update because we may be going to Vegas to visit yeah. Paul Wilson. Yeah, we, I, I just got to nice. check my schedule together. I think because okay. there may be some work travel in August, but we'll we'll figure it out. Okay. So we want to go to Vegas to check out Paul Wilson so he can fix our life. Yes. Uh, to figure out what's going on here with <laughs> with these golf swings. Uh, but next week's show is going to be ridiculous, man. We're going to have a course review for Lake Presidential yep. from you guys. We'll have a Tiger recap. Tiger. Tiger. Tournament recap. Mm-hmm. We'll have birdies for bladders Bladder recap, recap, and yeah. uh, we'll review that course, Turf Valley. Mm-hmm. Um, I think um, so. I'm trying to. I'm trying to rule out all the courses not to play, and I don't want to take people like Seth there because I don't mm-hmm. want to ruin their experience. Right. So, um, and then clearly Sherm's now a golf snob, right. um, but uh, George will play anywhere with us. Yeah, and so George yeah, so and I, Vern. Vern, yeah, will play, Vern will play anywhere. So, yeah. um, so George yeah. and I are going to. Test out. Do you remember Glendale right on right off one ninety three? I used to play that a long, long time. We're ago. going to test yeah. out Glendale, okay, and see if it's worth anything. Then the, I, I'm trying to. I was somewhere, and maybe it was an enterprise, or maybe it was Vern was talking about Glendale. Mm-hmm. We talked. Somebody talked somebody, about. It I recently. think it was Vern. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's kind of that you were talking before, like that mom and pop type, right? Uh, right. Show, um, course. That's yeah. What, yeah, so I just just on that topic. So we uh, the other day when we were looking at courses to play on Saturday, mm-hmm. um, I just did a quick search and the stuff in my area to play, and I was looking at pricing, and oh yeah, it's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. You got to play on the week on the weekday, man. Yeah, you you have to. I mean, I'm, so these these are Saturday morning prices that I just just a few hours run through real quick. 
Whiskey Creek is one hundred and nine. Mm. Montgomery County courses are right around seventy five dollars. Lake mm-hmm. Presidential eighty. Blue Mass is ninety four. Uh. Worthington Manor eighty five. PB no. Dye eighty nine. Mm. The Links at Chaladon is seventy. Okay. But it's you know it's far forty five minutes mm-hmm. from miles. Nice course though. Yeah, uh, seventeen fifty seven, which is out at Dulles, mm-hmm. is eighty one. Oh boy! So I mean, when you were talking the other day, we were talking about you know people getting into the game. Mm-hmm. You're not doing it at that price. No, you got to have a full-time job. Yeah. You know, this is not for, you know, teenagers who aren't <laughs> of means. Right, right. No, you're right. <laughs> you you're know, right. be playing these, these kind of pricing. Um, I mean, I don't know what you do about it either. I mean, I, I mean, I know they're, they're in the, it's a business, you know. I think what they, some courses have to money. do, and I think this is what gunpowder did or, mm-hmm. or does, is understand, like, if you're gunpowder, you understand you're not Blue Mash. Right. And you understand you're not the Lynx of Shaladon, right? right? And so you don't charge. Right. It, those prices. prices right. And so I think if you're a beginner or you're someone who's getting in and you don't have the $109 to spend on around at risk whiskey Creek, mm-hmm. you got to go somewhere that's going to charge you 30 bucks yeah. or 40 bucks to understand that it's not going to be up right. to that caliber. Right. Think about it. If you're a course, like, I mean, we talk about small little nine hole paint branch all the time. Mm-hmm. They should be a beginner's paradise. Yeah, you know, you they should be right. doing yep. so much outreach to new players yeah, and exactly. hey, come play golf, play nine, play come. Right, and right. the course is nowhere near intimidating. Mm-hmm. And even for golfers like me, who I mean, look, I I, I, I struggle to uh, shoot in the low nineties. You know, come on out and work on your iron game. Right. You know, you're going to use almost every club. You maybe you'll mm-hmm. use your driver twice, but you'll use every club in the bag at some yeah. of those courses. And Especially so, Sligo, Sligo, you got so, it. Oh, you absolutely, hit driver. A lot of absolutely. Sligo and yeah. Northwest. Yeah, that inside nine. nine. So yeah. I think mm-hmm. you've got to find a way for some of the nine hole courses and some of the smaller courses uh, or courses that just aren't as nice as some of those. Mm-hmm. Uh, they've got to be the ones who reach out to the people trying to get in yeah. into the game. Yeah. But, but even the, it's I mean, expensive. You know, I, I have a full time job and, mm-hmm. and I look at these prices and go, man, this is getting crazy. And the thing is not that you can't <laughs> afford it. It's like, do I really want to pay one hundred and ten dollars to play golf on Saturday morning? Right. And you think about as much as we play. I'm, I mean, if you just add those numbers up, I mean, mm-hmm. that's. If you play four weekends, three weekends out of the month, you're basically three hundred bucks. Right, right, not, right. Not counting what you did during the week. Right, right, right. And or going and to you the have range. to do something during the week in order to play well and enough to validate going right, on right. the exactly. Weekend. Exactly. But that makes that that makes right. that thousand dollar Montgomery <laughs> County course <laughs> membership. Yeah. I think you can use that thousand dollar one on weekend. Oh no, that's just a weekday. One. I think they have weekday. they have a level up that you can use on weekends. But right. for a thousand dollars, you get what nine courses at your disposal. Right. All the Montgomery County that are all in really good shape. Yeah. Yeah. Why not? Yeah. So it makes it look attractive. Yep, yep. So good. So anyway, we got a packed show next week for you guys. Yep. Uh, I think Sherman will be back in town. Uh, and we'll see if, if he leaves the, the hot 80s down in uh, right. <laughs> the outer bank. He brings his game back yeah, with him. And brings back the 120s. <laughs> anyway, we'll check you guys out next week. Thanks for listening. Good night. You're listening to The Garden League.